I am always very impressed. There's a lot of women that do this. They, they carry those um, like little face masks and they wear them on the plane. Now, I have only done this one time and it was during an international flight. It works so well. My goodness, you leave a plane looking like you have just been to a spa. Like it is insane. So I have gotten in the habit of bringing some of those, um, you know, little face masks you can pick up at like a Sephora or even at a CVS. Um, now I don't always wear them actually on the plane, but I will try to wear them the, the night after a flight. Uh, and I, I do find that that makes a really, really big difference that, and clearly just chugging as much water as you possibly can. When you travel for a vacation, you don't worry about a wrinkled shirt, but when you travel for business, being connected, being presentable and not having dead batteries are true causes for concern. So get on board for some business travel hacks with your host, Brian Eisenberg. I am Tracy Wallace, um, a resident of Austin, Texas, uh, fifth generation Texan. Actually, I, I work for a tech company here in Austin called Big Commerce, and I travel so often, um, mostly for work, um, but also just because uh, I, I love to travel. So me and my fiance travel quite a bit on our own, but um, mostly for work. I have actually been uh, in the first six months of uh, 2018, I have been on 14 flights, um, 12 of them for work in particular. So going back and forth to New York and L.A. and San Francisco and Chicago and D.C. Um, to just meet with a bunch of partners and customers and um, experts in the space. Uh, I come from a journalism background, so I've interviewed quite a few people in my past, and I, I use those skills still today uh, for a lot of video interviews that are popular with, um, you know, the, the content marketing world, especially in the technology industry. Recently, you know, you travel to one of these events um, to record a whole bunch of interviews so that a whole bunch of people don't have to travel for a pretty special event you're putting together. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. So uh, this, this event is called the Make It Big Conference. Um, it is an online free conference um, really targeted at um, online retailers making anywhere from about 1 mil to 20 mil in annual e-commerce revenue. A lot of folks are making more than that um, when, when you combine it with a lot of their, their brick and mortar or even some of their, their Amazon sales. Um, but we're looking really at, at revenue coming in through your main website. And yeah, I flew around the country uh, beginning uh, the in January and uh, interviewed about 26, I think we're actually going to end up at 28 uh, folks um, in their offices or meeting up with people at conferences where they already were um, to to essentially kind of do a fireside chat with them in the same way that you might get if you were to go to a conference in Chicago or New York or LA. Um, but a lot of the, a lot of big commerce's customers, uh, that, that I speak to a lot, they, you know, live in Phoenix and Kansas city and Richmond, Virginia, where it is a lot more cost effective to have warehouses. Vast majority of them are building out, um, their own net new products, um, and, and, and really trying to get smart about how to get those into market. And as such, they don't feel like they have 
the extra cash flow to really spend on going to a conference and buying a flight and buying a hotel room, but they feel as though there's a lot of really good information being shared at those conferences that um, because they're they're not going, they, they just don't have uh, access to. So my goal was go find all of those people that are at all of those conferences uh, and sit down do a fireside chat, uh, interview with them the same as you might see at a conference, you know, where it's two folks sitting up on a stage, um, and really try to deliver on that conference experience as well as that conference education without anybody having to pay to, to go anywhere. In fact, what, what's your favorite part about the Austin airport? Um, man, the food, I, I think it's one of the airports that has the best food anywhere. One. Okay. So, so the food and the light, um, airport. So I'm, I'm a, a anxious flyer. I am afraid of heights and then I'm also sure to, you know, really show some not great parts of me there. There's a fear of lack of control that you have when you're on an airplane that even if something goes wrong, there's nothing I can do, uh, by, by any means that, that I think really gets me. But Light in an airport, um, just natural sunlight, uh, is so, so important to me. I realize that in any airport I'm in that, that have that, it's a completely different experience for me. And the Austin airport, man, like one, one side of it, and even like part of the roof is just all windows. Like it's beautiful in there. Uh, so that combined with the actual, you know, local food, um, I will say they don't right now have the best taco options, which is so sad for that airport. There's better taco options in Austin, but, um, the, the barbecue that they have out there, just some of the local vendors that they have there, it's, it's really, really cool. I hear even in the new part of the airport, they have food trucks, which I haven't been over to that part yet. And I'm like, of course they have food trucks. It's Austin. Uh, so the sunlight and the food, uh, are, are what I really, really love about that. And then of course, landing there is always nice because I'm home. What do you wish you knew when you first started traveling for business that you now know? Oh, my goodness. Um, that is a fantastic question. Uh, I wish, and I'm, I'm saying this mostly as a reminder to myself to go and actually do this. I, I need to go and do you know, the, the pre-check, the, the inspection that, that you need to have. Again, I, I get to the airport really, really early, both because of being anxious, but also because you, know, you never know how, how long the, the lines are going to be. Man, if you just go and do that, you get through those lines so fast and save yourself so much time. Uh, so it's, it's something that I have yet to take advantage of, but I, I know I really, really need to. I, I travel with a bunch of coworkers. Um, vast majority of them have already gone through and done that, and they are able to get to an, to an airport, honestly, an hour later than me and probably get to the gate faster than I do. Yeah, no question. Uh, in, in fact, uh, two of my friends who live in Phoenix this past week, I shared with them uh, the link to Clear because they just opened up in yeah. Phoenix. So um, two two things I would do, by the way, because sometimes I've actually seen Austin Airport have a long TSA pre-line, too. Mm. $89 for clear gets you to the front of the line whether you get TSA pre or not. Oh, my goodness. That's amazing. Okay, I'm done. I'm sold. <laughs> that's all uh, I need. So if you're doing any international travel, just jump right ahead and do the global entry. Uh, and I think that lasts like for 10 years. Uh, gosh, yeah. And yeah, I, when you I fly in, you don't have to sit through ca- through customs. So TSA pre is kind of given with that, but the not having to deal with customs when you get back, that's the home run. I know you cannot see me, but I am sitting here with my mouth wide open. Are you serious? I had no idea that totally. was an option. Yeah, yeah, once you have that combination, 
get, getting through lines in airports is like a breeze. Yeah, so that's exactly clear awesome. and global entry. And if you have an American Express Platinum card, um, I, I actually know they reimburse you for, for like some of it. So just FYI. Really? What is your favorite travel hack? Mm. My favorite travel hack. Well, um, like I said before, I got the Southwest credit card recently. Um, my favorite travel hack is, is honestly kind of the, the gamification that a lot of the airlines do with credit cards and trying to get points and really trying to work up towards something. Um, I, I want that, um, that companion pass that Southwest has that I can travel for a year at half price with my fiance. Like that is literally all that I want. Um, and it's also just fun to, you know, sitting around with friends who travel a lot and talking about all the different point systems and how many someone has and when you should do this or when you should do, you know, whatever else, all of it kind of adding up to try to gamify the system. And that works crazy, crazy well for, for airlines, I'm sure. It also works really well in the, the retail e-commerce space where, where I work, where if you can figure out some really cool gamification uh, system, people are going to be, are, are going to engage. Like, it's it's just fun for our brains. So um, that, that's something fun for me. I use Southwest app. I'm constantly looking to see how many points I have. Like, how much did I spend this month? How much did that increase it? Am I closer? How far am I? Okay, I need to book this this flight, which flight has, you know, the most points that I'm going to get. Um, it's fun. What is your biggest travel pet peeve? Oh my gosh, mean people, mean people for sure. Mean people also super talkative people. Like for me, the travel experience needs to be like a pretty Zen, pretty like, okay, I, I need to like get through this. I mean, there's a lot of anxieties. It's a lot, it's really stressful. Like let people be, don't be mean, be kind. Right. But also don't like talk someone's head off. Like you don't, you, you don't need to know everything about them. It's fine. You're not going to see them again. What's the best lesson you've learned about business travel? Oh man, about business travel. The best lesson I've learned um, is honestly not to be so anxious about flying. Um, I, again, I've been on about 14 flights this year alone and that that's really the number one thing. People at airports are very nice. Like just be kind to people. You can get through, always, always grab a drink. Um, I don't know. Just, just really embrace it and, and take it in. It's, it's not. It's definitely not a vacation, um, but it is time, kind of away. And oftentimes, it's time a little bit unplugged. Uh, and I certainly don't get that in in my regular non-travel life, unless unless I'm on a vacation. So I try to kind of take that in, take deep breaths, and really appreciate the fact that you know I'm lucky enough to be someone that gets to travel and go and see all these cool places and talk to cool people, um, and really just use that time as a as a centering kind of time thank you for listening to business travel hacks with your host brian eisenberg catch us on the web at businesstravelhacks.com or at business travel hacks on facebook and instagram